Hi, this is Lauren Engel of Sidewalk Talk. We do a lot of interviews with EDM artists, pop artists, rappers, and people in the industry, letting you know what they do behind the scenes. Also, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter through the handle Sidewalk Talk Show. Hope you guys enjoy. Hi, so I'm here with Raybill. Hello. <laughs> So you were born in Long Island or? Yeah, yeah, I was. Were your parents born there as well? No. Is it weird if I don't know where they were born? <laughs> My mom was born in New York State yeah. somewhere. My dad was born in Connecticut, I think. Mm-hmm. No, you're like, now I'm like, like yeah, I need to call my parents right now. <laughs> my phone. Wow. So, and how do you describe yourself like growing up? Uh, I was kind of a brat. Really? I. I I threw a lot of like temper tantrums, mm-hmm. uh, and I was like, I think I was a pretty emotional kid. Yeah. Lots of crying, and lots of Taco Bell. <laughs> I remember those two yeah. things. Yeah. I listened to a lot of the Village People, which yeah. I guess explains a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what are your parents' personalities like? Um, my they're both. We all have like a silliness in common, yeah. and I think my mom is is she's very intuitive, mm-hmm. and she's a total empath, and I think I get a lot of that from her. And then my dad is like, I don't know why I was about to say stubborn, and then I was like, <laughs> he's probably gonna watch this, but kind of stubborn in a good way, yeah. if that makes sense. And he's very caring, and he's mm. very like, he takes care of everything. Yeah. So you like, like. I don't know. He just takes care of everyone. He's very yeah. protective and very mm. like, and they're both very supportive. Yeah. I always say they that they love me more than I love myself. So that's oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> and do they do music as well, or where do you get that from? Not at all. Um, my dad always said that they never they would like lip sync in church, like in the pews, because they didn't want anyone to hear how bad they're. Oh my god. Uh, my my mom's. Uh, dad's brother mm-hmm. we called him uncle carl he was a singer oh um there's something that flew into my eye i'm not crying <laughs> um or maybe i'm crying um but i don't know where i got there's no one really in our immediate family that's yeah. musical at you, all you started piano when you were 16 right yeah i took lessons when i was really little yeah um but my mom said i would just chase the teacher's cat around her house and not actually oh my gosh like practice yeah um so when i was like 16 15 or 16 i started playing because i wanted to write a song oh and then i like played in church a bunch and kind of once i knew enough to kind of make people think that i knew what i was doing i quit oh like i took lessons to the point where like i could sit down at the piano and play something or make something up Mm -hmm. And then I was like, thank you, that's enough, I'll see you later. <laughs> and your mom listened to like Frank Sinatra and stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. a lot of Fr- Frank Sinatra and Tony Bennett and like a lot of those Do you kind think of that influences stuff. your music now? I don't know. I mean, I guess so because I feel like it has to because like we listen to it so much. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that, like I'm not like really a crooner. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it has somehow. Yeah. I also am always, like, very amazed at the pitch of, like, their voices were mm, so perfect. Yes. And, like, I'm, like, very flat usually. Oh so, maybe I should listen to it more. <laughs> were you into school? 
no. So you didn't like any subjects you liked or? I really liked uh, English. Oh. I liked writing. I liked creative writing. Yeah. Um, like I remember on one of my finals in high school, my English teacher gave me a 50. Yeah. Because for the essay, I had not read the book at all. Oh my like, god. Like literally not, I didn't even know a character's name. <laughs> That's ridiculous. But I made up, based on the question, I made up this whole story. Yeah. And I, he was like so impressed with like, oh, that I committed to oh like god. fully making up this thing. I love that. That he gave me a 50. He was like, this would have been a hundred had you read oh, the damn. book. But you clearly have no idea what happened yeah. in the book. But I was like, cool, I'll take a 50. <laughs> for literally, I didn't read anything. Yeah. What do your parents do? They, um, when I was in high school, my mom went back to school mm -hmm. to get her master's in social work. Oh, okay. And they started a senior in-home care company. So oh. they send out nurses. And then they just opened an Alzheimer's home in Houston. Oh, wow. So they're, and they work together. Yeah. Which is so cool. That's so cute. Yeah. yeah. It's funny the, to see that dynamic. Yeah. Because I feel like you grow up knowing your parents as like one thing and then now I'm like, I guess I'm an adult, yeah. it's, which is weird. <laughs> but it's cool to see, to go back home and like, see like the boundaries that, like my mom's like, okay, I'm not, you know, I'll go to the office this day and this day. It's yeah. like, not the rest and da, 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 da. I'll do this <laughs> and this, but not this. And it's very, but it's cool. It's cool to get to work together yeah. and kind of that push and pull is really cool. And then you moved to Houston, right? Yeah, we moved to Houston right before high school. Or right before middle school. Oh. It's like sixth grade. Yeah. Do you think Houston influenced you a lot? Uh, yeah. I don't know. I need to like find out where, where am I, where have I been <laughs> oh. influenced? Um, I, I really liked Houston. It was like, I still have some friends, like some lifelong friends that I met there. And it's a very warm city. Mm -hmm. uh, the food's really good. Yeah. And it actually, I'm always surprised at how, like, they have really great art and they have, like, culturally it's yeah. very alive. Mm -hmm. Which I feel like is, you wouldn't expect. Yeah. People are always like, oh, Texas, da 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 da. And it's like, no, actually, Houston, like, the museums are amazing. Mm. Um, it's, it's kind of cool. Yeah. Were your friends back then, like, into music as well? Or were you kind of, like, exploring music by yourself? Uh, a little bit of both, I think. In high school, middle school and high school, I did a lot of, st like, musical theater stuff, and, oh. like, I took jazz stuff, and I feel like I tried a little bit of everything until I found yeah. what I really liked. So I had friends. I was kind of like the... I tried to be friends with everyone mm -hmm. a little bit. Yeah. Except, like, the jocks. Yeah. Because they're scary. <laughs> Um, they're still scary. Uh, and I'm still not friends with them. But, so I don't know. Yeah, a lot of my friends, like, in theater yeah. and stuff like that. And I was in every choir that oh. you could possibly be in and all that stuff. Yeah. And then did you, tr did you like, move in different places, like Australia, California? Yeah, it, growing up, we moved, I think, like, 15 times. Damn. Which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, every couple of years. But then... Middle school and high school was all in Houston, which was nice. Yeah. To finally kind of feel like we're in one place. But mm -hmm. yeah, we lived in Sydney for about a year. For your parents' job or? Mm-hmm. My dad just worked in like sales. I always used to joke that they're like selling drugs and running from the cops, <laughs> but it's not that exciting. Yeah, he just worked for like, I don't know, selling toothbrushes or like mm -hmm. cough syrup. 
Was it difficult for you, like, constantly moving around? Yeah, I think... I don't know. I kind of got used to it. I mm -hmm. kind of liked it. Even now, I've been in L.A. Yeah. I think for 11 years in January. Mm -hmm. Wow. Which is the longest I've ever been in one place in yeah. my whole life. And I've been in the same apartment for, like, eight years. So I'm, like, itching to... That's why earlier I was like, I'm looking for new apartments. I have to get out of there. Mm. Um, I think I kind of got used to it. And I kind of yeah. like... I think it did some good and some bad. Yeah. Like, I don't... I think I don't, like, have a ton of friends. But mm -hmm. the friends that I do have are, like, really close. Right. Because when you're constantly bouncing around, it's like I'd move to a new place and then yeah. be like, okay, we're mo moving away again. Mm -hmm. And have, like, one best friend there or something. Yeah. That now I'm still friends with. Mm -hmm. Now. Early on, yeah. Early on, we started p putting out music. Was it under Rabel, or did you have it was under Steven, or like what was the other different I, The first EP was Rabel. Yeah. I remember the first, like record, executive, like mm -hmm. cool, bougie feeling meeting that I had out here. The first thing the guy told me was, "You need to change your last name," and I was like, "That's so weird." Mm -hmm. I was like, I quite like my last name. In yeah. fact, I'm going to drop my first name because <laughs> oh, I really so like my like last name. Oh, so it was like the full name initially. Yeah, I was okay. just Steven Rabel. And then I don't know who the first person to call me Rabel was, but people just started calling me Rabel. I think I cause they were it. like, that's a weird last name. And then I was like, that's easy. Yeah. Although it actually isn't because like nobody knows how to pronounce it. And like, Rabel, I bet they say. Yeah, Rabel, Warble, Rabel. Yeah. Quite a few different things, but... Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, but the first EP I put out was Rabel. Yeah. So what happened after, like, high school? After high school, it all went downhill. <laughs> um, oh, boy. That's such an interesting question. I moved to Boston. Oh, okay. And I went to Berkeley. Right. Yeah, yeah, you went to Berkeley. For a semester. Yeah. Um, I'm not good at school. And, what, like, yeah. classes and... Why well, decide to go to Berkeley? I always wanted to go there. Um, oh. I took a summer program there. And I just really... It was kind of the only place, even still, kind of... Now, I guess, one of the only places that really has... Yeah. Contemporary, like, pop music. Mm -hmm. um, so, I went there for a semester... And then was kind of like, my brother lived in L.A. And I was like, I want to move to L.A. I just want to yeah. kind of do, do it rather than right. kind of learn. Was college something that you wanted to do? Or did your parents like, like want you to get a degree? Uh, I think I wanted to go. Yeah. And they were surprisingly very supportive when I wanted to leave. My yeah. mom like helped me pack up my yeah. car and drive out here. I was actually super close to you. I went to Northeastern. So we we're like really oh, nice. close. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. I love Boston. What did you enroll in for Berkeley? Or did you not choose your, like, it was yeah. yeah. It was, like, first semester I had no idea what yeah. was going on. I was just, like, trying to, like, find a fun party every night and, like, yeah. <laughs> make it to, like, at least 70% of my classes. Mm -hmm. So I think, I think if I went back there, I would go for, like, production and engineering or something yeah. that I know literally nothing about. Right. Because I think that would have felt... I don't know, more kind of stimulating. Yeah. Um, but so, also, I didn't yeah. really give it a chance because I didn't... I was there a semester. Yeah. Like, the classes I was in were, like, the basic, like, starter mm -hmm. pack. So I never really... Yeah. 
I was just like, I don't, I don't want to go to school. <laughs> and then after you moved to LA, did you already know some people here, or? I knew my brother, wow. and uh, I took some of his friends. Yeah. And I knew one songwriter, uh, this girl called Eve Nelson, who mm -hmm. was the first person I wrote with out here, and she became like kind of my mentor. Yeah. Um, but no, I didn't really know. Yeah. It was weird. But my brother was here, so I kind of, and I lived on his floor for like two years. Oh. That was really nice. I didn't have to pay either. <laughs> and then how did you start working with like Pulse and Deaf? And, yeah, yeah, I, uh, I started kind of just writing with whoever would write with me. You like reached out online or how did it, yeah. Like even like on MySpace. Damn. Like I remember hitting up producers on MySpace being like, hey, man, <laughs> what's up? Um, and actually getting, um, I was surprised at like responses yeah. that I got or emailing like someone's info at whatever their, you know, yeah. website is and being like, hey, I'm a, you know, the copy and paste humongous yeah. bio that's like trying to somehow make yourself sound like <laughs> things are happening. Um, but I started just writing with anybody who would write a song with me and doing anything, mm -hmm. like any way that I could make music and get paid. Yeah. So that I could live, mm -hmm. did, <laughs> I would do yeah. that. Yeah. Did you always know that you want to be like an artist and then also write and pitch stuff to other people? Yeah, I th I've always wanted to be an artist, and so that was kind of the focus. And then I kind of was opened up to this whole world of writing for pitch, and that's how I got to Pulse. I was writing uh, with my friend John, and we were writing a bunch, and then he was sending the demos to Pulse. It was his publisher, mm -hmm. and then. They called me in for a meeting, and then we started all that stuff, and so I always wanted to be an artist, but the writing thing yeah. started kind of, some cool things started happening, yeah. so I was like, I'm not going to yeah. say no. Yeah. Um, so I tr I've tried to kind of carry a parallel, parallel paths with it. Mm -hmm. It can feel tricky sometimes, and sometimes I'll write something and be like, well, this is mine, and some, yeah. you know, they're like, well, so-and-so wants it, and I'm like... Well, okay, but it's mine. <laughs> I'm still going to sing it at my shows. Um, what would you say were your like, key moments where you ever to like, establish yourself as a songwriter like outside of your artist? Um, kind of this year has felt... Yeah. Uh, I've had a song out that I wrote with Kesha mm -hmm. on her new album called Woman. Uh, and that's kind of... Because I've featured on a lot of the stuff that wasn't necessarily mine, mine. Uh, I've done some, a bunch of stuff with DJs and stuff like that. But writing that with her and having that come out and like seeing the response from that has been kind of the, the biggest moment as yeah. a writer. Because it's totally not even my, it's not like we wrote this song to pitch it. Mm -hmm. It's not like it's my story in it or you know it's like it's it's a mm -hmm. total it's a Kesha song yeah like through and through and so that to me is so cool yeah to be like oh my gosh like we wrote that yeah um and it's totally not my not that it's not my wheelhouse I mean it's like a, the most fun this is the most fun like day of writing I've ever had in my life yeah. the most fun song it's ever so nice but it's a cool thing to kind of it's totally separate I guess what I'm trying to say is it's the first thing that's really gone out there in a big way that's totally separate from yeah. me as an artist. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and it's so cool. Yeah. And she's so cool. Yeah. And when you were 23, you came out, right? Was it to your parents or? To myself, yeah. to the church that I went to, to my Yeah, parents. what is it like, like, especially church? <sighs> How much time do we have? Um, <laughs> it was, we ended up getting kicked out of the church. That, we that as in... Me and my boyfriend at the time. Oh, okay. I thought you meant, like, parents. I was like, oh, my God. That. <laughs> All of us. Now I'm, like, sweating. Um... <laughs> No, we, yeah, it's, I came out because I met this boy at church, mm-hmm. which is, like, so weird. I guess it's not that weird. There's boys at church. Um, and it was a church in L.A. Oh. And so it was weird. They were, like, a cool church. And I'm, like, no, you're not a cool church, yeah. actually. Um, but we got kicked out, and it was, it was really hard, and it was, mm-hmm. like, traumatic. Yeah. And it was confusing. Um... And it was hard for him, it was hard for me, it was hard for, you know, it was hard, like, on both sides, and then yeah. together it was hard. Um, Did you but, always grow up going to church? Yeah. Oh, were you ever, like, conflicted of, like, what you read and, like, but you oh had no gosh. one to talk to, though. Right. And, like, I guess you never know until you kind of reach out for that, but yeah. I never really reached out for that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I remember, like, such a dark moment. I went on this yeah. missions trip, and I came back, and on the bus ride back was when I, like, literally went through and underlined anything that had to do with, like, being gay. It's so dark. Um, But it feels, I don't know, it feels, like, far away now, which I'm really Mm. thankful for. Yeah. And I feel like I've found so much more of myself and so much support. Yeah. Um, And, like, music has helped. Like, I mean, even, like, Twitter has helped with that hmm. just like finding people that I can relate to and that can relate to me and like going out on tour and meeting people and yeah it's all give it like kind of helped with like healing mm-hmm. those sometimes very deep wounds of like who am I am I okay what's yeah. wrong with me like I'm weird or I'm like something's wrong I just I grew up with a big sense of like something's Damn. wrong yeah um, and then when you have a church being like, uh-huh, there is something wrong. You actually can't come here anymore. It's like, That's cool, so thank you up. so much. I thank you for that. Like, wow. <laughs> you just, re- it's like, yeah. mm, goes yeah. to the tipping point there. <laughs> so do you, like, go to church now or do you a different one or are you just not let at all, no, like, practice? No, I haven't been in a while. I go sometimes, um, and I went on, like, a quest, uh, after we got kicked out of that church to kind of find a place yeah. that's accepting and, and... Oh, so you still believe everything? I don't know. Yeah. I'm kind of in a place where I'm like, I don't know. Uh, I don't believe the things, the, you know, the same things that I used to. Mm. Um, but I'm very... I find myself, like, open to yeah. whatever, but it's like... Anytime anything becomes harmful to another person... Mm-hmm like a, someone's beliefs or something like I think anyone can believe whatever you believe and that's yeah. wonderful and if it helps you then that's even better um but anytime something like someone's belief becomes harmful to another mm-hmm. I can't yeah get down with that and it's like yeah. that ickiest feeling of like no like you can't yeah do that you can't say that you can't mm-hmm. uh so I don't know what do your parents think? They're cool. We've had, I guess, as every family does, our journey. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're cool. It's been nice to kind of 
like get to know them in a different way and, yeah. and in a more open way. Um, that's been nice for us. Yeah. Have you, for your music, have you always like wanted to write about relationship in kind of like an introverted type of way? Yeah, I guess it kind of has happened naturally. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't, I'm not the best communicator. Um, which a lot of times I tell people that and they're like, really? You seem so like open. And yeah. I'm like, I'm open except to the people that are closest to me almost. Mm -hmm. It's like this reverse <laughs> of how it should be maybe. But so a lot of times I'm writing about stuff that is hard for me to talk about mm. outside of like my therapist's office. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's kind of, I try to purge feelings through yeah. writing feelings that I mm -hmm. maybe wouldn't be comfortable sharing. Yeah. Is it difficult to like write those songs and then have to like perform then you get like reminded of like what, what It happened? can be. It's um like I remember when I first wrote 11 Blocks yeah. that was because you kind of make feelings a little bigger. You kind of like when we wrote that song it was coming from a very real place but then you kind of go sit in that place it's a very cute dog. You kind of sit in that place and, you know, kind of pull out a little bit more and you kind of magnify it and you kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of dive into that little world. Mm -hmm. And that can be very painful and bring up all this stuff where you're like, wow, I was, thought I was kind of almost over this and now I'm definitely not. Yeah. And so for a while I couldn't play that song without crying. Wow. Um, but then it's been cool because now... The, you know, we did that song a little over a year ago. Yeah. And now I just had this moment in, I think it was San Francisco on this tour that I was just on. And I played that song and I was like, whoa, I play this song and I don't feel sad. Wow. And I actually feel kind of happy. Yeah. And kind of like, that's done. Hmm. Like that little wow. chapter or whatever is done. And so it can kind of be a cool gauge of like, how do I actually feel? <laughs> I don't yeah. know, play that song and see. <laughs> You smiling or are you dead inside? <laughs> um, but it is. There are there are a few songs that I. There's one song that's one of my favorites I ever have written called "Love Is Not a Simple Thing to Lose," mm -hmm. and um, that song I still I don't know if I'll ever be able to play that without wow. crying. I wrote it like the day after Damn. Um, I was broken up with. And I was like in London for a long time wow. and like so lonely. And I wrote this song. It was supposed to be, when I made my first EP, it was gonna be a full length. Yeah. So I wrote this as the closing song because it was the last session mm -hmm. that I had booked. And I was like, I have to say everything that I wanna say to this person in this song because the rest of the record is done. And there's one more song and I have to say everything that I, you know, like, mm -hmm. Not to a stranger, but like I'm like, this person is yeah. going to listen to this album. And this is the last song, and I have to say all this stuff. And wow. so we kind of did it. Yeah. And I was like, ugh. And I was sobbing that whole day. And even now, like, years later, yeah. I still can't play that wow. song without crying. Because it takes me back to yeah. that exact day of writing it and being like, yeah. ugh. Damn. Ugh. Yikes. <laughs> How do you think the music you've made has changed since the beginning songs that you wrote? Um, I don't know. That's a hard question. I think, I think 
It depends on the day, really. Sometimes mm -hmm. I feel like I've gotten more free in my expression and kind of more honest and closer to my heart. And then in some ways I feel like I've gotten a little jaded and a little mm -hmm. like more, mm, a little more in my head, a little more self-analytical and like, I feel like in a lot of ways it's harder for me to trust my gut now. Whereas like when I did my first, I remember that, that first EP, I love it. And I, it was just felt so free. Yeah. I was like with my friends being like, let's do whatever and see what happens. Yeah. And now I still totally have that a lot of the time, but I, I do find I have to kind of sh yeah. battle this Is voice it in my head. because you know more like, people are watching and like label stuff and... Yeah. And the whole like, I've been here for like, almost, again, like almost 11 years and I think that can get to you and kind of, I have to, I always have to get out of town mm -hmm. and, and I like to create in other places. Yeah. I love going to the UK. It feels so far. And, um... I love some of the people I work with there because the the business part feels so far away. Yeah. Whereas sometimes here it's like you're sometimes you're even working at like in like a label studio. And mm -hmm. it's like how am I supposed to feel no like how oh, am I supposed yeah. to be free to be myself <laughs> when I'm literally inside of this like labels yeah. studio with yeah. like all their stuff everywhere i'm like no pressure like no there's pressure there's real pressure where would you say you've got your like style influences from um seinfeld like i buy a lot of yeah. my stuff on ebay mm -hmm. and i feel like i just kind of i love like princess diana oh and i have like folders of pictures of her wow what, what about because her? it's blazers mm -hmm. and it's like sweatshirts yeah and it's like, I don't know, it's so, she's so like, casually elegant and like, cool. Mm -hmm. She's dope. Um, that kind of got me into this yeah. whole blazer thing. Now all I do is wear blazers wow. and I get them all on eBay. Yeah. Have you always been like super stylish? I don't know. I've always tried. Yeah, I guess you are though. And I've always failed a lot too. Oh my though. god! Like I've seen pictures. I saw pictures of myself like from high school, and I was like, <laughs> "Wow, how yeah. did this happen?" But I've always really liked clothes, and I've always, I've always seen it as a way of expressing myself. And like, mm -hmm. I love. I love stuff. I love clothes. I love shoes. I love like socks. I love belts. Yeah. I love sunglasses. I love like jewelry. Because mm -hmm. I think you can kind of do so much yeah. with it. And you can kind of, it's fun that you can present yourself in yeah. whatever way you want to. Mm -hmm. um, Are there certain places that you look for style inspiration? Uh, yeah, I'll go on like, sometimes I go on Instagram and search like mm -hmm. 90s ugly clothes <laughs> or like I don't know I get a lot of stuff on like Etsy and eBay mm -hmm. it's yeah. a lot of the same just like different colors and different yeah fabrics. it's a lot of the same yeah. kind of vibe I think I've now for the first time in my life come into like wait this feels like me and it's like a lot of ill-fitting jeans mm. Air Force Ones it's and so cool. like so a t-shirt and some sort of <laughs> Slightly too large blazer. Love shoulder pads. Mm -hmm. um, but I think this is the first... I feel like I've finally hit my stride of like, okay, this feels like yeah. me after years of making very questionable decisions. Although, probably in one year, I'll be like, why was I wearing 
like women's blazers every oh day. Every time I go on eBay, it's like, more Italian women's blazers. And I'm like, no, <laughs> no, no. Oh my god, I love that. That's so funny. <laughs> what would you say have been your like most challenging moment so far? In my whole life? Like, or like, as an artist? Uh, both. I guess both, because it's yeah. all the same. Huh. Um, I think coming out mm. was really... Yeah. It was hard. I... Actually, just maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago, I have no concept of time. <laughs> Within the past month, <laughs> I was on the Out 100 Yeah, list, I saw that. That's and so cool. And that, I never... It freaked me out. Like, it wow. freaked... I, I wrote this whole thing, and I was like, this sounds really dramatic. But, it, like, I never really thought I would make it out of the closet. Wow. Like, if I put myself back in yeah. my younger mind, and I had this this like brick wall yeah. I which I actually described the night before I came out I described to the person I was trying to come out to that there was this brick wall it's wow. funny that I just said that um but I never thought I'd make it over it like yeah. and I thought I kind of thought it would kill me first or mm -hmm. so that for me was yeah. huge and then getting on the out 100 was like yeah it blew my mind it was so yeah. cool to be like whoa I'm like totally gay and mm -hmm. I'm in like Out Magazine which is like a magazine yeah. I love that magazine and um, I just felt so honored mm -hmm. um, so I think coming out and I got sober twice mm -hmm. um, hopefully the third time's not the charm hopefully it's the <laughs> second but that was really hard I did that uh, I'm coming up on three years almost from alcohol or from yeah. everything yeah. under the sun um and that was hard, I think especially creating, I was scared that, because I got really used to writing, mm. like, kind of messed up. Um, like, showing up to the studio with, like, a bottle of wine and me already yeah. and being like, okay, <laughs> we can do whatever we want now. Yeah. And so that was really hard, um, just kind of being like, can I write? Like, can I be mm. free? Yeah. And can I be, like... Can I get to that space without help? Yeah. Basically. Um, but then now I've found, like, wow, the stuff that I thought I was making that was, like, I thought it was so cool and, yeah. like, whatever, it was, like, no. not good, actually. <laughs> yeah. What was actually the turning point that gave you the confidence to come out? It was because I met this guy. Oh. I went to, like, this diner, uh, Cafe 101, and sat across from this guy and was, like, here we go. <laughs> like, I just knew. I was yeah. like, that once, it just became so loud. Like, yeah. I had the voice in my head. Yeah. And I was like, well, now I'm in love mm -hmm. with this person. Yeah. And that is a boy. So <laughs> I have to, I just knew, like, something is going to mm -hmm. happen. Like, I have to come out. Yeah. I have to do something. Yeah. How do you think you've grown as a person since when you started? <sighs> Um, I think I've gotten much more, uh, I'd like to think I've become much more myself and much mm -hmm. more comfortable with myself and with sharing myself and sharing, that sounds so cliche, but like my story mm -hmm. and, and, um, and that's been really cool to see, which 
sometimes I'm like, wow, like, you, you can, like, you don't have to share that much. <laughs> you can keep some things private. Um, but I think that's probably been the biggest way I feel like I've changed or I've grown is mm -hmm. I've just become much more comfortable. Yeah. Not even necessarily confident some days, but much more comfortable with <laughs> yeah. just, like, here it is, here I am, here's my whatever. Mm -hmm. What do you think? Yeah. And that's been really nice. Mm -hmm. Last question. What do you want to be remembered for? I think for... That's so hard. Something about, like, caring mm -hmm. or, like, something about love or something about, like, my heart or, like... I'd love for people to feel loved. Yeah. And to remember that. Mm hmm I think that's probably yeah, I love that. the most important thing. Yeah, that's awesome. If I think about that too much, I'll cry. <laughs> <laughs> so sweet. Oh, thank you. Right, right, right. That was yeah. amazing. Thank you. <laughs>